Are you ready? Are you? Yes. This is heavy friending. I'm friending you so hard. An alliance slowly forming like a boner in my heart. Welcome to Heavy Friending, Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. I'm Laura Lee Bishop, and I'm here with my best friend. I love to pause for you. Oh, hey, guys. A little bit of a delay. This is Joe in his home studio coming to you here. Home studio. He just has a microphone, a USB mic that he plugs into his computer. Um, I think you're probably sitting in your living room. Uh, No, I'm in my bedroom. I uh, I have a really great setup. I just today uh, set up a monitor, a giant monitor. And now it does feel studio. Ooh. In your bedroom. I've never seen your bedroom. I think you've seen it. You like peeked in, but I think you were afraid to walk in. I didn't peek in there. I don't think I peeked in there. Well, if did you ever use the bathroom? I don't know if I used your bathroom, but I saw, I think I saw in there, but I'm not sure. If you saw the bathroom. Then it's to the right, right? Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. I can't remember. I'll just have to come back over one day. Well, it's not yeah. safe. Yeah. Come not on safe. over. It's not yeah. safe. It's not safe. It's safe. Guys, this it's is safe. a friendship-based podcast here in Austin, Texas. We, Laura and I, did not know each other. Nope. That, three years ago, we didn't know each yep. other. Our anniversary's coming up. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> guys, we're, we're, we're close friends now. We're best friends. We're best friends. We are. We're freaking best friends, man. I love it. I fucking love it. And I told you we would be. I fucking said it. I called it from day one. I really don't like to like rank friends. Because when you say you have a best friend, Mm -hmm. that's what you're doing. You're saying, I'm ranking my friends. No, I'm putting you in the, you're in the top group of friends. You're in my top group of friends for sure. So I'm not even your best friend. In the whole world? See, this is the problem. You shouldn't be ranking. But this I, hurts I, I, now. Yeah, in but I'm not world, ranking. Yeah, in the whole world of people Okay, you're, you're in my with. number one group of friends in the whole world. Yeah. See, but then how are we best friends? If but I'm I don't have a bunch of people in that group. Friend. I don't have a bunch of people in that group, man. This there's not that many people. Everything. I'm not going to name them off, but there's probably like in my best friend group, there's probably like... Definitely less than 10. See, now this is different when you say my best friend group. You didn't say mm-hmm. that. You said we're best friends. And now okay, you're, let me say this. We're in my like, best for, friend group, a group of people. Yeah, but friendships are different. Like, for example, Andrew and Ashley. You always talk about Andrew and Ashley, and it's They're sickening. two of my best friends, and I wouldn't put one over the other because they're two different friendships. They're two different people and two different friendships. So you 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 say when you're talking to them, you say, "Oh, we're best friends." To to each. No, of we them. are best friends. We are best friends. Who who me? I would die for Andrew and Ashley. Okay, and I'm in the same group. You're in that group, but I don't know if I die for die you for. because you wouldn't want me to die for you. 
you just wouldn't want me to. So that's why I wouldn't. Well, they would want you to die. Interesting. I say that, you that think to John. I say that really... to John all the time. I'm like, I would die for my sister. I'm like, I wouldn't die for you because I know you would not want me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is interesting that that you. He wouldn't. I, John wouldn't want me to die for him though. Like he wouldn't. So in this want scenario, you're dying, and then I get to live. If I died for you, yeah. That's what that means. So then mm-hmm. I, and I have to live knowing that you died. That I died for you, yeah. And you could have lived a longer life. Yes, yes. But as a result, you. So would mm-hmm. I want that on my conscience? Not just that. You would want me to live a full, beautiful life because you care about me. And I know you don't say this out loud because you have a problem expressing your emotions. We say this all the time, but I know that you do love me. And so you love me and care about me. So you wouldn't want me to die. I think it would be hard to live knowing that someone died for you. Mm-hmm. Like See, knowing what you're that doing is you're making it, what you're doing is you're making an, it general and you're taking off. No, that's, me that is what it. I'm saying though. I am making it general. Cause that's how I feel. I mm-hmm. think that that's, that's the biggest thing for me. I like, I actually, um, I, it's like a joke in my head. Like I want to bring it up on dating apps sometimes but I know it would be horribly inappropriate. I mean, I feel like it already. I, I want to be like, hey, um, you know, we can date seriously and we can even get married, but you have to promise to um, outlive me. You can't die before me. Yeah, don't put that on your Because I feel app. like if I loved someone and married someone and we lived together for years and years and years, and then they died. It would just be horrible. It would. I'm gonna have to like email my therapist after this. By the way, this is like the whole reason I go to therapy. <laughs> well, this I is literally how, I at night cry. I look at John and okay. I he's asleep and I cry little soft tears and I'm, I look up at the ceiling and go, "Don't take him away from me." Yeah, I think yeah. that would be the hardest thing. So I would much mm-hmm. rather die first. Honestly, I I definitely would not want to outlive John. Um, or my sister, like, no way. I wouldn't want to be on this earth if yeah. they weren't on this planet. I just couldn't live. Um, and my mom, but I know that's not, like, I I know that that's, like, the circle of life. But, like, obviously, I do go to therapy to talk about my mom's death. Like, that's, like, the majority of, that's the reason I started therapy and the majority of what I talk about in therapy. <laughs> so, um it's just, I, you know, I was thinking about it today. It's just fucking life, man. It's hard. It's just hard not to know what it, you know, what happens and and to love people and and lose them. And see, on it, actually, you you texted me about. Um, you said I should get a pet. I think you should. Yeah. And I said to you, I think I need to go to therapy first. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said that was because I. When my, you know, past dog, my childhood mm-hmm. dog died, it was like mm-hmm. the saddest, hardest day of my life. And I'm like, I don't even want to open myself up to uh, to loving another animal. And I think partly, honestly, I think it's a little bit with dating too, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, sometimes it's not death. Well, it hasn't been death with me so far. Mm-hmm. It's just breakups. But it's been so hard sometimes. And you're like, I don't even want to open up anymore because it's mm-hmm. easier just to be closed off. Yeah. And I know, I, 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 I know you've been through some stuff in your life. And, but I do think about sometimes, like, I think about people like you. And I worry about just because I've lost so many people. 
and and especially like from a young age that like death has like become such a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I I worry about people who haven't really felt that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how it will be for them. And I, especially like when they've gone so long, you know what I mean? Well, I think, honestly, I think that's part of my problem is I don't think I've necessarily had, um, I mean, Mm -hmm. certainly not comparable to you, but um, I haven't had too much death, you know, of, of really Mm -hmm. close people. So I am worried because I've been really, you know, torn up about a dog, a childhood dog. Well, that's probably another reason to, to get a dog. Is because those things teach you, too. Teach me how to handle the death. Yeah, of they the, teach of you the how dog. to handle it. Yeah, because also, it is I mean, part of I life. don't know what I'm supposed to do with a dead dog's body. I don't want to have a dead dog's body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, what am I doing with that? I don't well, touch it. Right, right. I've know. never experienced that part of an animal dying. Whenever a pet of mine has passed, it's been. I haven't had to deal with the remains um yeah i will say i do cry and i could like start crying right now like every day about about ruger i love that animal so much yeah um but i will say this i would 100 deal with his death and and that i got to know him and have him as my pet like the whole better to have loved and lost than never loved at all that's my, what my I, voice is. Cho- I'm like choking up. I know. <clears throat> I, I, but that's my, I try to, I try to, I'm like, is it better to have loved and lost? It is. Or is it better to just have never loved? <laughs> no, it's better to have loved and lost. It's so painful, but it's, there's just nothing in the world like it, you know? And I'm going to tell you, you, you are the perfect candidate for a pet. And I think you would be a great pet owner. And especially now with the way things are, I think it would be good for you to have a pet because I know you said you need to go to therapy first. And what did I respond? I don't remember. I was just, a uh, dog is therapy. Oh, a dog will solve dog all my problems. Therapy. See, then, no, then, a dog when the dog, your problems, then when the but, dog dies, then you're like, fuck, I need a new therapist. <laughs> well, there you go. You get another one. Uh, a dog, a dog won't solve all your problems, but I will tell you right now, my dog, it sounds stupid. It really does. And, and, and please listeners understand I'm not some, I'm not talking about some little shit. I have, I have lost people and I have dealt with some really fucked up shit in my life. So I'm not just like, Oh, it helped me through this like dumb thing. No, my dog really has been, uh, was, was beneficial to me through some really traumatic stuff. Um, because they're, I know that they're not, obviously they're not as smart as humans, but they're very perceptive. They are. And that's how they survive is by looking at you and perceiving what you're that, you know, that's their whole existence is trying to figure out what you're going to do because their, their whole life depends on whether you feed them or when you let them out, when you give them water and all that kind of stuff and give them affection. And so they are paying attention to you and they pick up on what's going on with you and they respond to what's going on with you. And a lot of times it, my dog has helped me like for real. I'm not kidding. So I do think it would be good. And this is heavy friending, and this is the stuff we talk about. Yes, okay, this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> I hope you're laughing. It's all chuckles from here on out, and you should have been laughing while we were talking about death. Because I hope you were. It's all you can do is laugh mm-hmm. at it. If you weren't laughing, you don't get it. You don't get death yet. Okay, <laughs> and uh, you may want to figure it out soon. I did. I do find um, comfort whenever I. And if you, you know, if you guys listeners 
feel the similar way about death and you think about it. Like I, I remember reading about different people who I admired that also like were thinking about death all the time. Like a lot of comedians mm-hmm. um, actually do think about death a lot. And I do think that's mm-hmm. partly why they get into comedy is they're trying yeah. to just laugh the pain away. And that's what this do. podcast is all about folks. Yeah. So I can do man. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, we, uh, so you- we got a great show today. Yeah, I'm excited about it because I don't know the thing that I'm going to hear. You know what I'm saying? I do. I love how you phrase that. (laughs) I think it was smart. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to say what it was yet because I didn't know if you had some big reveal coming, but like. Oh, I see. Yeah, just keep being vague about it. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I don't know what it is I'm going to hear and I don't know how I'm going to respond and I don't know. Like who it is or what it is or <laughs> how. I feel like saying who was too specific. Or when. I think you should say person, place, or thing. Well, I don't know what person, place, or thing it is. Yeah, um, exactly. That's <laughs> Okay. Um, but, you know, we've, guys, we've been trumpeting this for at least probably three weeks now. But we yeah. have a hotline. And this is done at taxpayer expense. Fuck, Um, I need to make a jingle, a hotline jingle. Oh, that would be, actually, that would be really helpful. Because it's hard to, do you remember the number? I don't remember it. No, I have no idea what it is. Yeah, it's 213-394-9214. I'll make a jingle for it. I will. Once I I finish the vocals for this uh, last song, I'll make a hotline jingle. Well, so I mean, I could do it right now. For the next few weeks. I could do it right now. No, I'll make a good one. um, I'll make a good one. Like a lot of memorable phone numbers, I remember because of jingles. Eight six seven five three zero nine. I don't think is that our number. I don't think that qualifies as a jingle. I would call my that number a, is six nine six nine six nine six. How many numbers is this? I guess I also number? wouldn't call what you're doing a jingle. You're just six saying nine, six nine. You're just saying six nine six nine. Six nine six nine six nine six nine nine. Okay, um, that was a jingle. So I'll do the jingle right now. Well, you can do it number. right now, but that won't be the jingle that I make for sure. There, there's a there's a jingle in Chicago for Luna. Um, I think it's like it's funny. I know the number, but I don't really know the business. But I think it's mm-hmm. for like carpets or something. Mm-hmm. And it goes seven seven three two zero oh, two bleep bleep bloop bloop, and that's typing in the phone. And then they go, Luna. Mm -hmm. So our jingle is going to go like this. Two, one, three, three, nine, four, nine, two, one, four, call. That's not a good jingle. So that's the permanent jingle. And thank you. uh, That's the number. So feel free to call. We're taking, honestly, at this point, we'll take anything. We, you know, do you need help? We're, we're, we're a lifeline for you. You want to talk about death or your dog or your dead dog? Um, We're your therapists now. We also talk about abortions on this podcast. (laughs) We only talk about abortions on the bonus episode of this podcast. Yeah. Just, uh, and, and to be a, to to be a, uh, to be able to hear those bonus episodes, you have to become Mm -hmm. a patron. And um, in order to do that, you go to patreon.com slash heavy friending. Of course, you're going to, some people out there, they're going to go, whoa, 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 you just said a website and I didn't hear www. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't hear HTTP backslash, colon backslash, or whatever the fuck it is. You ain't got to type that in, yo, boomer. 
just tap in <laughs> okay, patreon.com slash heavy friending and you're going to become a patron and you're going to donate some money and you're going to get these bonus episodes where we talk all about abortion and our opinions on them. It's okay? really it's really a barrel of laughs. You thought the start of the Love show it. was fun. Um, <laughs> Love um, it. Just imagine uh, cult leaders and abortions. And actually, I, I mean, I talked about a secret project involving yeah, me, and, me and my underwear. So, I mean, so, yeah. if that's not worth the price of patreon admission i mean it's you could do one dollar couldn't you i don't yeah i think so i think it's any amount oh. of money yeah but so don't i mean be you, a fucking cheap prick don't don't be a dick i mean <laughs> that's a dick move i'm just gonna be honest give us a dollar if that's all you're gonna honestly if everyone just give a dollar that would be great but if yeah. you just give a dollar okay. just know <laughs> we're gonna think you're a dick okay i don't really care uh, that's <laughs> no, just I laura care. i honestly don't care i mean that's 12 dollars a year so that's so fucked up if you listen to this podcast religiously, first of all, if you listen to this podcast religiously and you haven't become a patron yet, you need to think about yourself. You need to go look in the mirror, okay? Because we're entertaining you weekly. Again, I don't necessarily subscribe to what she's saying. It would be um, one thing if we were a huge podcast, if we were Mark Marin and we had like a shit ton of money coming in. We have no money coming in and you're listening to us every week and you don't even donate anything to us. You need to think about yourself. Okay. You just need to, I'm and just again, saying, think about yourself. That's, that's only, that's only half of the, uh, the heavy friending team. Bitch, I got my mojo back. You see me offending people right out of oh, the gate? Oh, good. Okay. The mojo think, is here. I think that's what happens when you get your mojo back. Then I have to be the, uh, the mediator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, our phone number again, two, one, three, three, nine. Totally different. Four, see, that's why it's not a good jingle because nine, you couldn't even two, remember what you did. One, four um guys call leave a message you don't have to speak to anyone i think that's the beauty of it mm -hmm. you can be anonymous um, yeah. of course we will have your phone number so well we, you could do star six uh seven call you back you could do star six seven before you call oh would and that work we won't I, I think it would work you want to see if it works no i don't care okay well i'm just saying i just wanted to there's if you there's wanted to i'm just saying if you wanted to call could, and say fuck you oh okay you know? Yeah, that'd be actually fun, honestly. If you want to call and say, fuck you, I'm not a fucking dick because I listen to your fucking podcast every single week and I have spent hours and hours listening to it and you've entertained me and got me through some really tough times in my life and I never gave you a single red cent. See, I think I think if we're going to have a hate mail, if we're going to encourage hate voicemails, mm -hmm. we should maybe mm -hmm. set up an entirely different phone number for, for the that hate because ones. that would be, that would might overfill the the voicemail inbox yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um or actually specifically the laura hate mail whatever voicemail. fucking come at me bro i don't fucking care okay I have this nothing. this uh our first well let's just get to our first one we did uh we should say we we answered i think a couple of these on a bonus episode so oh, we okay. have gone through some of these well there was or, only one and then yeah, there was a i'm just saying if you want if you left a message and you didn't hear yourself Mm -hmm. then it's probably in the bonus episode. Yeah. But I think you've heard it because I think you're a patron. <laughs> okay. Thanks for not being a dick. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's listen to this message. Okay. Hi, heavy friending. My name is Ben Clawson. Longtime <gasps> friend of Laura. Longtime fan of Joe. So, yes, you have a, a barnacle here reaching out for some oh. advice. And uh, it's obvious to me that there's a pretty high level of uh, artistry and musical talent on this podcast. Um, karaoke episode is one of my favorites. 
So, I wanted to ask what your advice would be to our young up-and-coming musicians as far as publishing their first song. And if it's not obvious, this question is directed at Joe, the creator of the hot dog song. Thanks. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. I honestly am not kidding when I say that I could start crying right now. Why is that? I love Ben. I'm I'm literally crying. I'm like tearing up. I haven't heard his voice in a long time. Um, we went to high school together. Wow, you and- really crying? <laughs> what the hell is this episode? <laughs> um, he's just a great person. I just love him. Okay, well, I, I haven't. <laughs> I feel like you know you're just. It's he asked me a question. Now you're talking a lot. Um, okay, I'll let you take it from here, I guess. <laughs> okay, so he wants to know, you know, advice for up-and-coming musicians. And I think that's that's a great question for me because, yes, I wrote the mm-hmm. Hot Dog song. I've written um, musicals. I watch musicals. I watch uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof. With, and uh, Hamilton. With, uh, uh, with Laser Tevia, Wolf. Tevia and, and Tevia Laser Wolf. And, and uh, there's another one. Zytel. So... I get it. And um, thank you for the question. I would say for new musicians just coming out, I would say, first of all, you know, what, what is your um, aesthetic? Because a lot of people will say, well, maybe you should work on the, the crafting of the songs and the, the layering of instrumentation um, for your album and your recording but i would say what's your look what's what font are you going to use there's a website mm-hmm. i use and it's called uh, w you go to www.defont.com actually yeah hell yeah you they got can, a lot of they got a lot of fonts on there they got so many fonts you could mm-hmm. search for a font um i would say you know make sure you tap the uh or click whatever if you're on the phone you would tap obviously but uh you would click the 100 percent free uh, tab so that you don't get into copyright troubles when you're when you blow up as a musician. Um, but they have a lot of great font choices, and then the, obviously the color of the font. Um, you know what kind of hairstyle? Because I think that's the thing about the Beatles that a lot of people forget is that they were um, known for their haircuts first and foremost. And without those haircuts, do you think we'd be saying the famous names of? Paul McCartney and George Harrison and uh, John and John and Ringo and, uh, and Pete Best, Peter and and of course George R R Martin, yeah, the, uh, the famous the man. The, a lot of people said yeah. he was like the fifth <clears throat> Beatle. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer this actually seriously. Well, I wasn't done, but I'll let you go. Yeah, um, I would say that my advice would be to it's it's okay to not know who you are yet and it's okay to figure that out along the way and i think a lot of times people say stuff like well you, like you you want whatever you put out to be perfect and this that and other no put it out into the world and it's okay to change and and later not like it or be different than you were before it's an evolution being an artist is an evolution um you're going to put stuff out and then look back on it and go oh my god and or maybe have fond memories i just think um, the best way to grow is to share your work and 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 see what people think and get responses from it and um and just keep keep exploring who you are as an artist. And you know, um, you're not gonna when you first start, you are not going to know who you are. 
unless you're, someone's to- told you who you are. And that's not a real artist. So it will take you a long time to find your real voice and find your real sound. But um, it's the journey is just like so f- there's nothing in the world like it. Yeah. And I think just to echo that, um, you know, Font using me choices. as a, as an example, you know, the, the difference between hot dog song and Quandroar oh, wow. is, is like light years literally because literally, Quandroar yeah. takes place mm-hmm, in space mm-hmm. yeah. and hot dog song was, uh, here on earth. So, right. mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I, I agree with what Laura was saying, but, um, hopefully when I personalized it to me, it made more sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Ben, um, you, I love you so much. And I'm why did you. you cry? I feel like you cried. I did. I, because this is, it's a long story. I just, I haven't seen Ben in a long time and we grew up together. We were best friends. And then he moved away when we were in co- in high school and I didn't get to see, it was just, you know, I just missed oh. the guy. Well, Ben, if you want to call back and, um, react to we had some good times laura crying or maybe yeah share some more insight into why you think she cried Um, he knows why i cried i'm dude you know why i cried i have really strong friendships with people and they mean a lot to me okay Okay? you're you're yelling at me this is heavy friending well that's why i'm yelling at you is because it's like you don't even understand the concept of this fucking podcast sometimes why would she cry over a friendship says the host of heavy friending and we claim to be austin's number one friendship based podcast and we have competition out there coming for us joe and it's not the time (laughs) for you to not know (laughs) okay Uh, what a great question that was i love it this has been like a roller coaster this episode is insane (laughs) i love that though this is what i mean is we are back boy boy we're back ben you you really helped us out here you did. Thank you. Okay. Here's another one. So I was just wondering, um, what is your advice for going to work with a bunch of um, redneck conservative dumbasses and um, not wanting to get fired so you can keep your job um, and just trying to keep your mouth shut? I mean, are there any other options? And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Love you guys. Okay, I'm not going to say who that is because of the question. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm we'll just going to say. Should we alter the voice and editing? No, but I'm going to say I know who this person is. Okay. Okay. Very well. Okay? I think it's we all almost know like who, I think most people know who this is. How? How would they know? I just I have a feeling. You mean based on the attitude? <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like a similar sort of attitude. <laughs> um, I don't know. I wasn't saying that. Well, but. I've given this person advice on the same thing before, I think. Oh, so then it's my and turn. So <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. Yeah, she she would probably rather hear from you. Well, or he, I mean, or they. I, I want to yeah. hear what... <laughs> I want to hear what you would say, but I mean, I think the thing is the workplace is hard, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're, you, you, sometimes you have to be more professional than the people who are supposed to also be as professional. Oh my God. Especially if, if they're in leadership positions or, or even if they're not, I guess sometimes people are just very unprofessional at work. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
And I do think it's weird because I think I've mostly worked in places where the people I've worked with have agreed with um, my political beliefs for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. So I haven't necessarily had to deal with this uh, firsthand. But I guess, you know, my my policy is always um, go to HR and tell them that they should be fired because they um, did something inappropriate. And then mm-hmm. if they ask for specifics, say, I'd rather not talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then That's a good what are you going to go to? Are you going to go to court? You're going to say, no, I refuse to talk about what this person did to me, but mm-hmm. it was a violation. And, th- and is that, I, that's actually not a lie because in a sense, they violated mm-hmm. you with their backwards thinking on political issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a good thing to say is, who are you going to believe? Who are you going to believe? Yeah. Who are you going to believe? Like that. And a lot of times when you say it that way, it makes people be like, oh, I guess you, you know? Yeah. And I think so. if you're shrieking, you know, say the same thing over and over again, but start yeah, yeah, shrieking yeah. it, shrieking yeah. it more and more, and then have a little bit of like a, um, like a f- little bit of foam forming in the corner of your mouth. Oh, I don't and, know. And they'll be like, this, this is a woman or man who's been through something mm. and, and she couldn't make this up. She's got that foam that wouldn't develop. Um, yeah. unprompted she must have been really harmed by why don't this you individual. why don't you do an acting kind of exercise because i know you don't uh-huh. you don't like to do characters and stuff this maybe you know get you a little out of your comfort zone maybe you do kind of an a, an, a reenactment or an enactment of what mm-hmm. you mean by um the shrieking and, and just give okay. us a taste of that well here okay can I mean, you, you be- can use who you can use who you're going to believe if you'd like um okay will you be you. the hr person yes okay Hi, Susan. Hi. Um, I. How are you? Oh, listen, you okay. know the kids. They're I'm at sorry, it again. I'm, well, ex- I'm going to have to cut me, you off. Excuse me, please don't. Well, please don't cut me off because that's making me uncomfortable in my workplace. Okay. I appreciate your openness. And speaking of openness, Susan, um, I have been violated in the workplace, and I just need to out and say it. Mm, okay. Can you give me some specifics? Well, you know, uh, all I can say specifically about this matter is that uh, my coworker, Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Violated me. Well, he's my husband, so. That's all I'm willing to say. Well, that doesn't sound like him. It's good that you know. I'm telling you. I beg him to violate me. Okay. We haven't had, I mean, we haven't had sex. It's been like six months. Now I feel like you're violating me. You said it was open. I'm coming to you not as Susan who is married to Stephen. I'm coming you to you as Susan who's the HR person for Stephen. And okay, well, I'm the HR person over Stephen. And as Stephen's HR person, I'm just saying that doesn't sound like him because we haven't fucked in, in six months. Yeah, maybe, maybe I wonder why because he's uh, violating other people. So he tried to have sex with you? He violated me again. That's lit. I really don't want to get into it further. Well, I'm going to need specifics or I can't make a report. So what does your report say? Well, like, I'm going to need to take questions? photos of you and I'm going to get really specific me. details about how Steven tried to have sex with you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, great. Let's go through. Let's go through it. Just you have a questionnaire, it looks like. Why don't we go through those questions and I'll answer them? Where did he touch you? 
I won't say, but I show can me on the doll. Just I'll I'll just gesture generally here at this doll. Okay, where on the show me specifically on the doll? And for the listener, the doll is a full life sized uh, blow up doll, sex okay. sex doll. I'm just gonna. You see, now I'm moving my hand up and down the doll. Did is that what he did to you? This is you asked me the question, and this is what I did. He touched so, you all over. Great, put it down. <laughs> you see how I didn't say. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because he does. I know he wouldn't do that. Listeners, I see how I didn't. I didn't actually say anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the scene. I just thought you were going to shriek. That's the part that I was. I wanted you to do was the shrieking part. I kind of forgot what the whole th- shrieking thing was. Yeah, but, um, it's okay. It's I okay. I want to give real advice, which is, oh. and and I've given this advice before, is I just laugh at those people. And I like to laugh when I say laugh at them. I don't mean like in my head. I mean, literally look at them and start laughing and go, okay, mm-hmm. and laugh. Because there's nothing, you know, I don't, when, when you laugh, you're not giving them the reaction they want. Because these people that are saying and doing these things know, I have a sneaking suspicion, know you're point of view on some things and they want to get a reaction out of you and they want it to, they want to bother you. So mm-hmm. I just think you should just fucking laugh. Like, okay, <laughs> that's cute. Okay. And just ignore because then they're, you're not, they're not going to get what they want and that's going to bother them even more. And then they're going to give up because it's pointless. It's futile. Okay. Well, or they'll escalate, you know, or they'll but, escalate. And that's when you do the shrieking thing. That's true. And you just start then screaming. You've got them. Yeah. Then you start screaming them. and you can scream anything. You can pick any phrase. You want you could scream our uh, our hotline phone number, you know whatever You'd you want to do. The jingle, yeah. Um, Let's hit that jingle, Joe. That is the weird thing I think about uh, about the workplace is like sometimes even when you're like right, like I don't know if it's legal or illegal to. I guess it's probably not illegal to talk about your politics at work, but like even things like when workplaces have been in the mm. wrong, it's still hard to like bring it up. Cause you're like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want this to be a thing. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't want to, cause there's been instances at work where I'm like, I don't even want to, like, it's annoying mm-hmm. and I I'm frustrated. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to like make it into go a through thing. the hassle. Yeah. Because this whole thing, but it is to talk about politics at work. You can create a hostile work environment, especially if you're someone Absolutely. superior and you are oh, continually yeah. doing that. Um, that is not okay. But it is also um, hard when it is a superior. Because yeah, it like, is. It's very like, hard. Oh, well, this could affect our mm-hmm. work relationship. So, yeah, it's like, do I just for future, suck it up? For future jobs and all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. The dynamics it sucks. are not good. So, listener who called in, random listener. Good luck. I just want to tell you, I love you so much. And I'm so proud of you. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear this one. This one, oh wow, this one's a long one. Is this the last one? Um, well, sure, if you think so. No, I just want to know. Well, we'll see how lo- we we might have an, another. Oh, we might have one for next time. Okay. Well, can you make it a little louder? Because I feel like it was really soft on bends. There's um, there's no way to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, in the edit, it will be properly. Yeah. Okay. I think Ben spoke softly. Well, it's because he's so sweet. All right. 
here we go. Hey, Joe. Hey, Laura. It's your old friend, Alex. Um, I love the fact that you have a hotline. This is a great idea. I was listening to last episode, and I noticed that Joe was, you know, talking about the barnacles and the Joe heads, and I was wondering, should Laura have her own little sect of, of fandom like, like Joe has, or does she, is she comfortable with, with just the group, the friender group? Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't want Laura to feel left out mm. because Joe has his own, you know, like his, his groupies. Allegedly. I'm sure, I'm sure Laura's got her own groupies. Like they, they could be called the Laura Legions. Mm. I don't know. I was just thinking about that after listening to the episode yesterday. Um, so if you could answer that question, that would make my day. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Oh, my gosh. What a gem. He has a very pleasant voice, doesn't oh he? Oh, my God. That person could host a podcast themselves. <laughs> oh, no. Just as long... I mean, okay, Alex, you can start a podcast. Just it better not be a friendship-based podcast. Well, we already have enough of those in this town, apparently. Apparently, well, we everybody's even, starting one now. I don't even know where he's from. Should I see where his area code's from? Um. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want to give any information about this person. Okay. Um, I want to oh, say... I mean, I would not have guessed we had a listener here. But this says his area code, and there's at least two area codes in this state. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying specifically which one, but it says mm-hmm. it's, it's Connecticut. Oh, okay. So uh, that's great. I don't know if that's actually where this Alex is from, but uh, cool. Um, well, I want to say, first of all, thank you for your bravery because, you know, with Joe and how he is with his fucking ego and stuff, you know, it took a lot for you to ask that question. And it's taken me a long time to even be able to talk about this because it's always the barnacles, the Joe heads. I mean, didn't Ben say he was a barnacle? Oh, I love it. I love that people are using these terms. It's because you have said it so many times. So now I agree. I need one too. I think I think that's why you're hostile about my ego, quote unquote, because well, I think you're just huge mad that you, ego. I think you're mad that you don't have a, as catchy of a thing. Joe Head I is have, really cool. Barnacle it's is so cool. cool. Joe Head is so cool. Well, because you, Joe what are you going to do, Lo- Laura I mean, Head? Laura Legion, like I see what he was doing. I think Laura Legion is Laura's Legion. Laura Legion. I think that's amazing. I think that's a great name, and it also sounds I like strong. It, but I still, it sounds like a takeover. It sounds like the Legion would fucking take the barnacles and smash their fucking faces. You know what I mean? Here's the thing: it the sounds like if there's a fight, okay, y'all aren't gonna win. You feel me? The barnacles and the Joe heads are on the beach having a barbecue, playing volleyball. And the Legion shows up and they're like, we're going to fight you. And we're like, guys, chill out here. Have a Bud Light. And it's. And then we take the Bud Light and we smash it over your fucking head, dude. That's not going to work on us. Yeah. See, that's like I personally, I would not even want to be in that that culture that, uh, you know, alt-right-esque Legion. 
I don't like what you're doing right now. See what you're doing? No, what you're doing is very, it's very transparent what you're doing. What you're doing is you're trying to taint this name that I've been given. You're trying to taint it to where I can't use it. But fuck you. You're, that's not going to work, man. That's not going to work, white, cisgendered, heterosexual male. That's not going to work today on me. Okay. Reclaiming my time. I would like to talk uh, to Alex. And again, thank you so much for your question. I agree. I think I need a group too. And yeah, I get it. In my real life as a musician, I have a lot more fans than Joe has. So he needs to have the podcast to like, you know, get to get an ego boost or whatever. I get that. So I have uh-huh. let him for now, what, three years go on and on about the barnacles and the Joe heads. It three years. I, mean, I came been, up been, with it after, I didn't have it immediately. Okay, so for two years, I've sat back and listened while he talked about the barnacles and the Joe heads. That did not exist until exactly 20 minutes ago. But now when people one, are when the first identifying <laughs> Well, he, the people are self-identifying. One person so far. So Okay, okay. guys, feel free to call up and let Where? us know if you're in this legion or if you're a barnacles or a Joe head. It's such a good name. I'm not even going to entertain any other names. Laura I, I Legion mean, is so I, good. I like it. In the sense that it it really fits in seamlessly with Laura Lee, and yeah. I like it because it's the it's to me it conjures it images of like just being badass, you know, like barnacle. That sounds like something you want to scrape off. It sounds no, like an unwanted I mean, growth, you know, and and legion. It's like a force, you know. No. Like we're coming I for mean, your fucking ass. Don't downplay the barnacle because. A barnacle to hold on to the side of a of a ship in the ocean. I mean, what, mm-hmm. imagine the strength of just a barnacle a there, really. And yeah, but I doing am nothing. Just- I am the ship guiding us through the mighty Pacific. No, and the barnacles are holding to me tightly with their incredible strength and mm-hmm. courage. Really, it's brave to hold mm-hmm. on to a ship when you could just hold on to the seafloor. And so, <laughs> not only are they strong, they're brave, and they okay. and they chose the right ship. And so, Alex, as you can see, I did allow this to go on for too long. And um, you're right. I think I do feel left out. And I think that I deserve, I am just as deserving as Joe of happiness. I'm just as deserving as Joe of respect. And so, I'm now going to demand it, Joe. This is sort of what I was getting at with- what. (laughs) <laughs> this sort of <laughs> leadership style. It's uh, reminiscent of of a certain of what of a certain you know commanding. I feel like you have a pro- you have a sickness. I, you have I a think sickness I'm okay. because everything comes back to this for you, and it makes me wonder. What it makes me mean? wonder. Also, I'm just saying, it makes me wonder. Comes back to what? What kind of flag? What's the flag flying from your ship? That's what I want to know. Who's on this ship? Okay, I'll tell you exactly. Is and where it, is it? And what waters is it in? Because I'm getting ideas of you, of what you are. Okay, well, it's a it's a teal background, and on teal it is background. A, is a oh, you've never heard of teal as a background? I, I don't even understand. Go ahead. Teal background with an orange border, and in the middle, it's a seashell. Okay. Uh, but the seashell has a smiley face. Because mm-hmm. we're all about fun, that laid back attitude. Okay. You know? Well, mine's a black it's more, flag. It's almost, it's almost like a cruise ship. It's like mine's a fun a little cruise ship. Mine's a black flag ship. with a spread open vagina on it. 
a close up of a vulva. And, this, and it's not a drawing. It's a it's an actual image that's been screen printed onto the flag. And it's mine. It's your it's vagina. It's a close up of my vagina. Yeah. That's what the Laura Legions fly. Okay. Hmm. But it is interesting. You have a, a, a seashell, right? You know, kind of like clam. Uh-huh. So there is a parallel there that is interesting. Oh. That we- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, I didn't know what you were getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. I think it's fun to divide the listeners and yeah. have them choose favorites. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and, you know, I think the thing is whether you're a Joe head or whether you're a barnacle or a legion, the key is that you have multiple options with me and, um, and it's more fun with me and, you know, choose whoever you like. Oh, Joe likes to be the hero. Oh, Joe's the hero. Well, guess what? I don't mind being the villain. The villains have more fun. (laughs) Go ahead and play with your fucking seashells and your clams. Fucking (laughs) stank ass fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the hell? Uh, um, Alex, you're my new best friend. I really like you. You're great. Thank you for that. Que- that was a great question. I mean, Alex, I'm I'm questioning Alex because now I feel like he didn't identify as a barnacle. Well, I, I, a I'm going to say there was a little bit, there was a tone, an undertone of that for sure. Well, that, so that's what mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry I complimented his voice because mm-hmm. I think I think he was going to see how you reacted to his idea mm-hmm. and then he was going to decide. Because if well, you would have been like, oh, no, Legion, that's stupid. He might have become mm-hmm. a Joe head mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. barnacle. Well, I want to say this and, and this is, this is, and, and I'll let you guys, you know, kind of decide where you, where you fall after I say this. But, you know, um, this is a perfect example is that Joe, Joe does try to divide and um, Joe cares about Joe heads and barnacles. But guess what? I care about Laura's Legion, but I also care about Joe Heads and Barnacles. No, and I'm not don't. gonna I'm not gonna no, dislike you, you because you're a barnacle. Oh, really? Because I'm pretty sure someone called in today and said he was a barnacle and I cried because I love him so much. You and cried I went on and on about how wonderful pledged, he is. You cried because he pledged allegiance to me. That's why you cried. It I all cried makes sense. because how much I love him. And so that just shows you. And now he's gonna to lie. This is what this is what they do. Is now he's gonna lie. And You're this not, is all what he's gonna do is try to gaslight me, and that's fine. I'm used to men. I'm used to white men gaslighting me, but that's okay. We're all used to that, right? Laura's Legion, we know. Okay. We know how it is. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna annoy the shit out of you. With I, this um, for the rest of the fucking show. And by show, I mean for years to come. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I feel <laughs> like we're not no. going to go to another call. No, no, no. I think we're, I think we're tapped out. Um, but we're going to, we have more. You guys keep calling in because we, I love to hear from you. Like, I love it. I love it so much. It makes me cry. And during, you know, you know during this uh, troubled time, what do we, we just have each other really. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard to connect, but this is a way you can connect. And then, you know, I, I think we were actually pretty nice to all of our callers too, which I think maybe people might've been afraid of that you would be mean to them Mm -hmm, because you sort mm -hmm. of have that reputation, um, which is why a lot of people identify, uh, with the Joe head moniker. And here he goes. So it's fine. We uh, all know what you do. So we know your, we know the playbook you use. Either way. It's a playbook a lot of people um, like you have used, um, from world war two. People were pleasantly um, surprised and, that you were nice. Until now, our today. current president. So we know this playbook. Um, but 
it was a lot of fun. Thank you again, that number. Uh, it's easy to remember if you know the jingle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just repeat it here. It's 213-394-9214. Give us a call. It's in our Instagram bio. It's in the episode description. Hell yeah. It's going to be in every episode description from now on because we want to hear from you. We want to get your phone calls. We don't have anything to talk about. We've said that openly. We're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. We're not seeing people. And frankly, when I have seen people, the only thing I have to say is negative. Right. I went to Target the other day. I had to pick up something. This is the first time I've been in a store. I went to Target to pick up something. And I left out of that Target thinking, I don't ever want to see another person again. I'm done. Yep. So believe that I believe so, that for sure. All right. You know what? what? We're going to, I believe, do you it. think we're closer or further apart after this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll have to bring that back. It's funny. You know, you get some new, uh, new people's voices on the show and then it just really points out the differences here. Mm-hmm. Big That's difference funny though. Here. Actually. Yeah. Feel, I mean, honestly guys, you, you, these were, a lot of these were like questions they don't that. have to be questions. It could just be like, honestly, you could tell us about something interesting that happened to you today or, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, try and divide us further. Don't tell us, don't call and tell us your dreams though. I don't really like that unless we're in the dream or unless it's like really good. Like do not call and tell us a dream unless I, it's, I'll, no, it's fucking going to blow our minds. Okay. If, if I'm in the dream, I want to hear about it. That's what I just said. Unless we're in it. Oh, okay. If we're in it. Okay. I wasn't hear listening. About it. Yeah, I wasn't well, listening. Well, there we go. See you guys. And so I'm not I'm not even gonna go into it anymore with you, Joe. Um, thank you so much for listening to Heavy Friending, all the all the all the all to all the barnacles and the Joe heads. I love you all. Thank you so Sucking much for listening. Up. And of course, and of course, Laura's Legion coming in strong, blasting those barnacles off the ship. Boom, boom, boom. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This has been Heavy Friending, Austin's number one friendship based podcast. Fuck you. Fuck the chill heads. Fuck the barnacles. See? I knew it was fake. <laughs> okay, uh, Ben may be a barnacle, but he's a legion for sure. Number one, first and foremost. If well, the chips were down. He, and maybe he'll call back and He's say, loyal. Hey, I'm I'm a I'm a Joe head, a barnacle, and a, and a legion, which would be two mm-hmm. to one. So Well then I guess I have to come up with another name. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> That's what you sound like.